Link Lori Facebook at the Baba Testimony 123 Lori Instagram Jesus Lolua. Play the best music, best for hardworking Nigerians who are getting the job done. Rash 107.9 FM. We play R&B, reggae, hip-hop, Apala, Juju and Fuji, Afro, gospel, Islamic music, and more. 107.9 FM, your feel-good radio. Broadcasting around the world, this is Fresh 107.9.
7.9 FM, your feel-good radio. Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkuta. Uh, today, Friday, the 26th of February, 2021. It's about seven minutes now, gone past 7 a.m. A uh, number of minutes behind schedule this morning. Apologies. It's freshly pressed this Friday. Uh, time to take a look at the headlines on the National Dailies. We do this Mondays through Fridays, and we're doing this for the last time this week. Uh, for the last time in February, actually. I hope you've had a great month. Wish you the very best. In the coming month of March, hopefully it will be a good one. Wally Bakar is my name. Mr. Idi, I know is on the program with me this morning. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Wally. Hello out there. Uh, good to see you. The too. Punch, yeah. The Guardian, The <laughs> Tribune, The Pen Pushing Newspapers, The Premium Times, uh, The Usual Suspects this morning. Quite a number of headlines uh, to look out for this morning. Uh, in our usual practice, we will mention some of them very quickly and return to talk about a number of them. Uh, in a moment. The punch, boldly written, differential wage bill or your Delta Gombe. Others 
Back National Assembly as Labour Films. Uh, that's on the punch this morning. Anxiety in Ogun community has caught others' possession of 500 houses. There's another story to look out for on the punch. Command goes after bribe-taking cop for extorting 150,000 naira from undergraduates. There's another on the punch. Kidnappers demand 100 million naira to free University of Ibadan student. It's also on the point this morning. And then there is this one you'll find on many of the dailies this morning. Service chiefs fire me present as seven NAF jet crash victims buried. That is on the punch as well. You'll find it on the Tribune uh, this morning. Angry NAF vows to expose sponsors of terrorism. Uh, is on the Guardian as is on the Guardian this morning. Buhari meets Malami, new EFCC boss. Another on the Guardian. Federal government declares readiness to deploy 5G network. Uh, there's also Buhari insists on military action against insecurity. That is another uh, on the Guardian this morning. The president saying his administration will continue to deal ruthlessly. With all criminals, uh, this is coming amid talks for the need to arrange an amnesty deal for bandits in the country. It's on the Guardian, though, uh, this morning. That particular report you find on many of the dailies. The president was speaking at the meeting of the northern governors, uh, traditional rulers, and a lot of other stakeholders uh, from that region. Nigeria. Record 634 new COVID-19 infections. Total now 154,476. That's on the Tribune. Trading activities pick up at Shasha Market. Also on the Tribune. ECOWAS law empowers Nigeria to bar foreign armed headers. Seize cattle. Falano replies federal government. That's on the Tribune as well. Uh, this uh, morning. Chief of Air Staff whips as seven Air Force officers are buried in Abuja with full military honors. You find that on the Tribune. The Premium Times also with the report of the burial of uh, those officers who died in that ill-fated uh, plane crash on Sunday. Uh, it's right there on the Premium Times. There are also some others to look out for. Insecurity. Buhari rules out amnesty for bandits. Terrorists uh, is on the... Premium Times. The pen-pushing newspapers. Lagos Top Milan Bridge to be reopened weekend, says Minister. Nigerian professor appointed advisor in police reform on police reform in Canada. Uh, there's also fleeing driver knocks police officer into canal. Uh, that happened in Lagos. Saw that video yesterday. Very scary situation. Uh, the officer we hear uh, got his arm broken, but they say it will be fine. Uh, Governor Bada resigns law approving death sentence for rapists in Jigawa State. There's also my comments <laughs> on buying private jets during coronavirus pandemic was slip of tongue. Apostle Suleiman begs. That's on the Pempishing newspapers as well. Mechanic allegedly knocks out customer's tooth over 7,000 naira. It's on the Pempishing newspapers as well. Uh, quite a number of headlines and many of these dailies uh, this morning. I uh, will just get straight to it. Uh, and um, kickstart things with the 
words of the president uh, from that meeting of the northern governors, um, traditional rulers, and other stakeholders as far as security in the northern part of the country is concerned. That report is on many of the dailies, but we'll take it from the Premium Times this morning. It says, insecurity, Buhari rules out amnesty for bandits, terrorists. President Muhammadu Buhari has ruled out the possibility of granting amnesty to bandits, kidnappers, and insurgents in the country. He said his government will continue to deal decisively with such criminals whom he said constitute a threat to the country and its people. President Buhari stated these on Thursday while declaring open a joint security meeting of Northern State Governors Forum, Northern Traditional Rulers Council, and delegation from the federal government in Kaduna State. The president's stance is coming on the heels of agitations by some northern leaders that repentant bandits be given amnesty. Prominent amongst those conversing amnesty for bandits are the Zamfara State Governor, Belo Matawale, and an Islamic cleric, Hamad Gumi. Lawmakers from Zamfara have also called for amnesty for bandits who have killed and maimed others. At the meeting in Cardinal, President Bari said it was time to treat criminals as criminals and stop ethnic profiling. Represented by his chief of staff, Ibrahim Gambari, the president said security challenges confronting the nation had slowed down the emancipation of Nigerians from poverty and economic deprivation. The president disclosed that he had already directed heads of security agencies to develop plans to end criminality in the country. He said government will continue to deal with insurgents, bandits, and kidnappers for what they are. You can find the rest of what the president said. It's on the Premium Times. It's on some of the other dailies this morning. Uh, the Guardian uh, says Buhari insists on military action against insecurity. Uh, that's on the Guardian. Uh, it's right there anyway. Well, e- even that report on the uh, Premium Times that talks about some people that have called or that have said, well, maybe it's something that we should do. Mm-hmm. Amnesty mm-hmm. deal for uh, repented or repentant bandits. Uh, even yesterday, the... Uh, what was it? The Northern El- was it Northern Elders Council? Uh, yeah, yeah. The NEC? there was a forum. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the Northern Elders Forum, yes. Yeah. During yeah. the yeah. press conference, also said yes. We support this call for amnesty and all. But for some people, it was or it is hard warming that the president came out yesterday to say uh, there is no such thing. We will be dealing with criminals as criminals. But please, let's stop this ethnic profiling. But let's, we will deal ruthlessly with all criminals, wherever they are from, uh, wherever they are. Maybe there is a change of uh, attitude you know, on the part of the president, you know, because we do know that so many repentant, so many allegedly repentant Boko Haram members you know, have been rehabilitated, have been thrown back you know, into wherever. And so many people were opposed to it. Uh, in, in Nigeria because it, it's just like kidding, t- treating them with kid gloves. What of the people they have killed? What of the people they have maimed? In numbers. Uh, to the extent that uh, some some lawmakers even calculated uh, the uh, rep, you know, Senate representing South Bruno, Bruno South. Yes. Dume. Even stated that we, within one year alone in 2019 over 2,800 you know, attacks were made and so many people were killed and yet we were rehabilitating them. I think it may be a change of heart, you know, on the part of the president, you know, that he's now saying no amnesty because why do, how do you give amnesty to people who have killed, who have and have not even repented, have not even left this job and Nigerians are suffering if you look at it critically. So I think it's, 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 it's heartwarming but there were so many other things that were said yesterday mm. that I didn't, uh, but so many people may not agree with. Uh, uh, he, he, the president is saying, "Yes, we have created, we have uh, been 
developing infrastructure. We have been doing so much, you know, opening roads and what have you. Yes, we may be opening roads and what have you, but the issue of insecurity is the greatest problem that we have in the country. And, 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 and I love the fact that even the president admitted that this insecurity yeah. has slowed down a lot of things yeah. for him. Yeah. He, for example, he claims uh, it is what has slowed down the emancipation of oh. people from poverty. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, but the emancipation of people from poverty has so many sides to it. Mm. Have, have you been creating jobs? Uh, what have you been doing? Social, uh, 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 social concerns, you know, giving people money and what have you. That had been, that has uh, begun a long time ago, maybe around 2019, but we have not seen it. How many people have been taken out of poverty? It would be mountain is 100 million people out of poverty, but we have not seen the nitty-gritty of it all. Okay, let's look at what insecurity had done to even job creation. If you look at agriculture, so many people even find it difficult to go to their farms now. That's one side of it. And even, apart from farms, look at uh, the Ibado area here, Yewa, North, or mm, whatever. Mm. You find people are living in their homes. They have been putting people in IDPs, and people have been helped you know, to even eat. So, if you, take, you want to take people out of poverty, there must be peace. What we have in the country now is peace of the graveyard. Uh, Erufa mentioned that much yesterday. But the person that I respect a lot is the governor, is the chairman of Northern Governors Forum. Samuel Lalong. Yes, Samuel Lalong. He said, look, the North had done not, not much in the area of education, which is causing Boko Haram. You have not done much in the area of health. You have not done money, even in the area of human capital development, even infrastructural development. You talk of infrastructural development, some people, Boko Haram is dis, you know, disrupting them, you know, dismantling them. Only yesterday, between Maiduguri and the capital of uh, 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 Yobe State, mm. you find out that people were attacked yesterday. In fact, Boko Haram mounted blue blocks and were sending people, you know, taking people into the bush. So that is insecurity. How do you accept, expect them to develop in that area? It's good that the president has seen the light now in the area of uh, not giving amnesty fine. We want to do more to bring people out of poverty. But I think they really need to sit down. There are so many things that are wrong now. If they want insecurity to be stopped, I mean, I, I'm happy. The National Assembly is uh, uh, the fifth alteration of the, mm. of the Constitution. Let them do, put some things inside the Constitution that will assist this country to move forward. We are not moving forward. And I think that's the problem. That's what Lalong was saying. We need to do a lot. We need to collaborate with our southern counterparts. We need to you know, ensure that all these problems that we have on our hands, especially in the North, you know, do not stop our development. But for now, they, those problems have been, have, have been stopped you know, through... Uh, lack of education. There are more mosques, you know, in the north than schools, and so on and so forth. That's what I respect. What Lalong said, because Lalong really spoke truth. But uh, the private, uh, the chief of staff, that's my uh, Gambari. Gambari. I mean, was just talking rhetorics as far as I'm concerned. Even some of them, some of the leaders, were talking rhetorics. They are not looking at the nitty gritty of the problems we have in the country now, especially those coming from them, those coming from either the executive in action or the National Assembly members, the lawmakers who have not enacted laws to ensure that things get better in this country vis-a-vis uh, uh, education, vis-a-vis even the federalism itself that we are running, which is running against uh, the, the grain you know, of, of improvement and uh, good governance. 
Uh, interestingly, the um, Niger State uh, Governor, uh, he, he was also talking yesterday, talking about, uh, well, he was at a different uh, sit-down yeah, with uh, yeah. the uh, the chief whip of the of the Senate, yeah. Senator Ojiz Okalu. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times I, I, I talk about Senator Ojiz Okalu, I just remember his case and I wonder what's going on with it. Well, that's a different kettle, kettle of fish. But um, he was talking about how there was no federal government support as far as uh, rescuing these abducted uh, students and their teachers and their family members yeah, from Kagara is concerned. Yeah, he, uh, he, said, he said, uh, yes, the IGP sent us four units, but we had to take care of them. So you wonder where the support is and all. And there was this report flying around yesterday of uh, a conversation between one of the abductors <laughs> and someone who's a negotiator mm-hmm. saying they were ready to pay 2.7 million ransom, saying, well, I can't take that. I'm going to starve them to death. And no, we don't know how true that mm-hmm. is, though, but yeah, we, yeah, the report was flying around yeah, yeah, yesterday. Right. Yeah. Well, the federal government not going or, or, or rescuing, not assisting them to rescue uh, the... They are abducted, you know, the abducted you know, uh, mm. citizens of Niger State is well understood. It's understood in the sense that federal government will say yes. In fact, it was in an attempt to rescue them that these seven individuals, you know, to do surveillance. These seven Air Force officers, mm. you know, okay, that's number one. And federal government is even saying we have sent soldiers after them. Uh, maybe he doesn't appreciate that. But I think governors should take charge, and that's what Ahmed Lawan said yesterday that governors should take charge of their territories, of their domain. But again, do they have capacity? I, I, I was just yes. going to say yes. capacity, even, capacity, even uh, the, the funding. Yes, we yeah, talk the, about constitutional yeah, yeah, backing, backing and all uh, that. But yeah. the reality on the ground, do yes. governors really have they, the control of security architecture? They, so, don't, they don't have it. In fact, if a governor commands the commissioner of police, he has to take orders from the IGP, who will take orders from the minister of defense, and at times it gets to the presidency, depending on how weighty that mm. order is. So they don't have the wherewithal, you know, to do it. So he telling them to take care of their of, of their areas, their domain, it's not realistic within the federal structure that we are running at the moment. Where is the money? Where is where are the officers? Even places where they want to establish vigilante group or vigilance group or this amotekun type thing, they are even dissuading them from doing it. I mean, even the amotekun. People in Falano has said that much that they don't even have the guns to work with because the federal government is saying for you to have guns, it has to pass through them. So how do you how do you operate Amotekun without guns? How do you operate vigilance group without without guns? So they are not empowering the states enough, you know, to to take care of their domain. So Ahmed was just I mean for me he was just talking, yeah, from. His, his head, not probably not from the heart. You know, I mean, without with due respect to him, the governors they have the opportunity now at the National Assembly. The laws have been, you know, looked at, looked at, re 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 rejigged. Mm. Let them rejig it enough to give power, you know, to the states to give enough uh, uh, resources, you know, to the state to run, you know, to run their affairs. So it is then you can now say take care of the region. But you cannot say take care of your region when I don't. Even the police, the police itself, how many are they? The military, how many are they? When you look at other areas, other countries, we, and you look at the uh, enormity of the, the, the problems we have in our hands at the moment, those soldiers are being overstretched. Look at what is going on in Olu, Imo State. You are using soldiers there, you know, to call by pubs, you know, uh, Eastern, Eastern, mm. you know, uh, mandate thing, you know, to. The surveillance, you know, established by 
Namdekano. So, where are the soldiers to do it? They are thinned out. And probably that's the reason why we are in this bind. But I think a lot can still be done. Well, I've, I've listened to many of the uh, new service chiefs uh, since uh, to, like, just yeah. uh, about oh, two, three weeks. Now I've listened to them talk about how the uh, military is overstretched and yeah, uh, and uh, there's just a lot to uh, work on. But The Guardian says, Angry NAF vows to expose sponsors of terrorism. Uh, comes with a rider as officers killed in air crash were buried. Diseased officers accorded full military honors. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on The Guardian. Nigeria Air Force yesterday vowed to expose and fight sponsors of extremism in the country. They made the pledge as the remains of Flight Lieutenant Arnold Gadama and six other mm-hmm. officers of the force who died in a plane crash last Sunday were buried at the National Military Cemetery in Abuja. Gadzama reportedly battled that and ensured the ill-fated nav plane Beechcraft King Gear BB305I did not crash into a residential area before it finally lost control of the jet and it crash-landed, killing him and others on board. The others were Flight Lieutenant Henry Pio, who was a co-pilot, Flight Officer Michael Opara, Airborne Tactical Observation System Specialist, and Warrant Officer Basi Etim. There's also Flight Sergeant Alasukomi Olaomi, Sergeant Ugo Chukwoluka, and Aircraftman Adewale Johnson. The bodies were accorded full military honors uh, with the traditional 21 gunshot salute and were lowered into graves. At exactly 1 p.m. It was an emotional event as colleagues of the late officers, including the chief of air staff, Air Vice Marshal Adayamo, wives and family members of the deceased, wept uncontrollably. Uh, Amal described the deceased officers as courageous heroes in whom the force had so much confidence, saying the Nigeria Air Force would do everything to ensure the officers did not die in vain. His words you'll find on The Guardian. Angry NAF vows to expose sponsors of terrorism as officers killed and crash bar- were buried. Diseased officers accorded full military honors. As rather on The Guardian, the Tribune also uh, with the report says uh, Chief of Air Staff whips as seven Air Force officers are buried in Abuja with full military honors. Uh, it's on The Tribune uh, this morning. Uh, it's on many of the dailies. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very emotional scenes. Right. Yesterday, the uh, widows. Uh, parents, uh, ch- children or some, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Air Force officers yeah. uh, who died in that crash. Uh, very, very uh, emotional scenes yesterday. Uh, but the Chief of Air Staff used the opportunity to say, well, let's look at these falling heroes and say to ourselves, uh, we will be more, be, uh, we will intensify our fight against these uh, extremists and we will end the insecurity in the country. Hopefully, uh, they get to do that. Uh, hopefully. Uh, but one, one, one disturbing aspect of it is, uh, if you look at the aircraft itself, some people have said probably something went wrong with the engine. Mm, there's, there's no report we, yet. No, no report yet, mm. but at least you know people speculated that, and they are saying there will be investigation. Uh, the question is, are, are we taking care of our equipment, aircraft, and what have you? But that's just an aside. It has happened, it has happened. Mm. May their souls you know, rest in perfect peace. Amen. But again, the, the other issue is, he said we are going to name sponsors of terrorism. And people have been alleging in this country that security office agencies or officers know some of the sponsors of terrorism. For instance, you imagine the kind of equipment they, they carry. In fact, we saw it on the video, especially with this regard to Kagara, 
we saw them holding even the equipment that you used to bring down mm. you know the aircraft mm. they were brandishing uh, it. what do you call it is yes. it a grenade you launcher yeah. i don't know mm. and, and, and they were terrorizing the people who they already abducted and you can imagine in this country how did those things get in yes although you might say it's iswa uh, there was going on in uh, in Syria, in uh, Libya, Libya, in Libya, and mm. all that Sudan. You can say they came in through that side, but how did they come in? They came in through our borders. So I think is we, we must look at all these things and look at the sponsors. How do some of them? Even you talk of Boko Haram going to uh, Chibok or or, or, or Dabshi with about 200, 200 motorcycles. How do those motorcycles go get into the country? Some of the equipment they are using are even deadlier. Than the ones used being used by the military, by the Nigerian military. How did those things get in? But, but when we say how did they get into the country, haven't we spoken enough about the porous borders? Yeah, yeah, and we, also but, yeah we've spoken about the people. Some people still sponsor buying of those things and bringing them in mm. through the porous borders. They are Nigerians probably. So why can't we use intelligence and surveillance to get them? Because if you get them, at least you solve the problem. Look at w- what did America do? I mean, in in, in stopping. You know, I have. Uh, Heroin and all that coming in. They went to uh, Granada, picked the pre- picked the president live, and jailed him in America. Yes, I mean Panama. It, it, it happens when you know the source of something. You you already solve some of the problems. Why can't we identify them? Sponsors of kidnapping because some people sponsor them. Sponsors of kidnapping. Let's use intelligence to uh, go after them. You, uh, uh, did you, did, I'm sure you saw that. Um, I'm sure you saw those reports yes, about I that did. conversation yeah, of the Kagara yeah, yeah, uh, situation, where yeah. the the alleged abductor, mm. according to that report, mm-hmm. was saying, um, "I see what's happening in um, Kagara. I see what you are doing yes. um, everywhere. Uh, those who sent us are with you, and all of yes, that. Yes. And uh, although you never can tell whether that those are just uh, statements to." Uh, to dis- uh, to distract the efforts to rescue the boys, but they, they point at something. That's that's what that's what I'm saying. That there are people who sponsor these things. There are people who benefit from the calamity of Nigeria and Nigerians, as we are talking, because they they know them, they sponsor them, they make money through them, and they assist them even to get out of police custody. Yes, and we have seen cases where uh, where accused persons have said we got this through a policeman. We got through this gun through a soldier. I think we should go after those ones first. When you go through after those ones, then I think it will abate a lot. All right. Uh, th- there's still a lot more yeah. to talk as far as security is concerned. Uh, there's been this um, uh, this uh, talks about the ECOWAS law. Yeah, right. Uh, a lot, I've listened to a lot of governors say we mm. need to look into it. It's allowing this, it's allowing that. Well, senior lawyer Femi Falano has come out to yeah. say that ECOWAS law does not actually inhibit the fight against insecurity. We'll get into that in a oh, moment okay. and a lot of other stories. Yeah, yeah, right. Don't go anywhere, please. Mm. Hello, good afternoon. How may I help you, please? Yes, I would like to buy data to watch plenty, plenty videos. You know now, music, sports, in short, everything on YouTube. What is your budget, sir? As low as possible. Well, how does 15 naira for an hour sound? 15 naira for one hour? Ha! Talk true! Yes, we 
with Glow YouTube Plan, you can stream all your favorite YouTube videos for as low as 50 Naira. Hey, what do I do? Simply dial star 777 hash to get started. Get the super affordable YouTube time-based plans from Glow and start feasting on your favorite YouTube videos for as low as 50 Naira for one hour during the day and 50 Naira for five hours at night. Dial star 777 hash, select data, select social bundle and select YouTube to choose the Glow YouTube plan that's just right for you. Glow Unlimited. Abel Kuta, congratulations, yo. The hospitality industry leader. Don't land the for Abel Kuta, yes, Academy Suits. The Babala Hotel, the Wetanda for Ibadan. The cultural capital of Yoruba Landi. Don't open for Abel Kuta Academy Suits. Una home away from home hotel. We get Ogbonga comfort for we customer. Plus include leisure with proper cleanliness. Na Academy Suit to get home. Plus include Olympic size swimming pool with security na watertight for our restaurant. You go Baladu Continental and the local food with the chicken money. Everything about Academy Suit na quality with with unbeatable low price to confirm waiting at the talkie for what match now now to academy suit went and dagidiba beside abadia central mosque mko abiola way abel kuta abikukuma they call this number 0817666601 academy suit na home away from home Thank you for staying with us. Still freshly pressed this Friday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abel Kuta. Moving on very quickly. Uh, that report on the Tribune about the ECOWAS law says ECOWAS law empowers Nigeria to bar foreign armed headers, seize cattle. Falano replies, federal government is on the Tribune. In continuation of his advocacy on good governance, senior advocate of Nigeria, Femi Falano, on Wednesday, uh, reminded uh, the seat of power that the free movement protocol of the Economic Committee of West African States, ECOWAS, doesn't inhibit the fight against insecurity. If anything, the human rights advocate pointed out that the said treaty strengthens the hand of the central government in the fight against cross-border banditry and criminality, a claim being adopted by Abuja in explaining the raging insecurity in the land. In a statement, Falano, who chairs the Alliance on Surviving COVID-19 and Beyond, noted that Nigeria could lawfully confiscate cattle and other animals brought into the country without official permission. Um, he said on the 21st of February 2021, the Minister of Information and Culture, Lai Mohammed, addressed the issue of insecurity facing Nigeria as a member state of ECOWAS. According to the minister, some of the bandits and headsmen terrorizing the country are non Nigerians. While blaming the ECOWAS protocol on freedom of movement of persons and goods for the influx of AK 47 bearing headers and bandits from neighboring countries into the country, the minister asserted the ECOWAS protocol all allows transhuman between all the ECOWAS countries. That is why we are thinking of seriously reviewing the ECOWAS protocols in that respect. What we find out today is that a lot of criminalities have been introduced through the headsmen and transhuman. With respect to ECOWAS protocol AP1579 relating to free movement of persons, residents, and establishment, it does not permit any form of trans border banditry and legal possession of arms and ammunition. Instead, 
of seeking a review or an amendment of the protocol, the federal government should take advantage of Article 4 thereof, which states that notwithstanding the provision of Article 3 above, member states shall reserve the right to refuse admission into their territory any community citizen who comes within the category of inadmissible immigrants under its laws. It is submitted that such restrictive domestic inadmissibility laws allow Nigeria to invoke a domestic laws to deal with the menace of trans-border criminality traced to armed debtors and bandits. Well, you, you can find out the rest of it. It's on the Tribune. Mm. Uh, the senior lawyer, in essence, is saying this excuse of the Equus law and all really doesn't stop you from the fight against insecurity. But while we see the point he's making, yeah. but then, uh, you know, these are even conversations you have in a place where you know those that are coming in. Uh, in, in our situation, there are a number of people coming in that we don't even know about. Uh, because, uh, for example, Mr. Farano is saying you can stop, you know, the illegal immigrants. You can. We, we don't even know these immigrants. Some of them we don't even know when they come in. Uh, in, in our own situation. No, in our own situation. Because there are so many ways for them to come in. In, in our own situation, I think more often than not, we know them. The customs. Recall that Ahmed Lawan even accused the customs, you know, of eating mm. even these uh, uh, firearms, you know, coming into the country because they don't take. They don't. They assist people to bring them in in one breath and they don't even prosecute they don't stop them but that's that, that that's just an aside the fact remains that we cannot be behaving like this uh the, the point is we cannot hang it under ECOWAS protocol uh globally there is no supranational organization the united nations is not a supranational organization in other words a, a a sovereign country may decide not to even to belong not even to belong to united nations and that's the reason why more often than not, like talk of uh, International Criminal Justice Court, the United States emphatically is saying we don't belong to, to this organization. We cannot subject our national to it. So America is not part of it. And you find out that so many other countries, Kenya and all that, because of their experience, are saying they are pulling out of uh, ICC. That's one side of it. But in our own case, when you see People in government, you talk of Lai Mohammed, he's saying Article 3 mm. prevents them. You see, the Minister of uh, the Minister of Justice and Attorney General, he's saying, yes, in fact, you should even create a commission, you know, for pa pa pastoralists. And that is a, a Minister of Justice. That's one side of it. Even Lai Mohammed is not only a journalist, he's a lawyer. He knows that these articles are the Articles 3 and 4. And that Article 4 negates Article 3 in the sense that you can use your domestic law to fight all these people. Mm -hmm. But rather, they are turning their eyes away from that. And legally, we are not doing what we should be doing. Whether we know them or we don't know them. We have officers at the borders who could stop them. Customs, for instance. We are not doing it. And it's sad that we are justifying it that they can come in. And that's why Mayeti Allah is echoing it too, that yes, the constitution says we can stay anywhere in the country, and the, the ECOWAS protocol says we can move out of it, they can, they can come to the country. But, he fails to say that some countries have refused this kind of thing that we are allowing in Nigeria. Benin Republic, for instance, Ghana, for instance, are saying no to, you know, these headers that are coming to disturb their country. So, the problem is in our hands, if not in our stars. Is in our hands that we are refusing to do what we should do. Even, I mean, Falano cited two examples. On the issue of you can use animals. You have the power of surveillance over them. You can refuse their entry. You can quarantine them, whether on air, on sea, or on land. The law is explicit. 
that you can stop them. Secondly, even those going about with AK-47, the law of Nigeria, the arms control law of this country says you can't carry arms about. Even for you to have arms in your house, it has to be given by the president through his own discretion or given by the inspector general of police. So all, if you look at all the ramifications, we have the opportunity to stop them. But because some people are interested in the people who are you know, disturbing our lives, raping, kidnapping, you know, take forceful takeover of land. Mm. They are saying the other thing. It, it's sad. All right, he's, he's on the Tribune uh, this uh, morning uh, from uh, Zamfa, from Jigawa. Now, Governor Bada resigns law approving death sentence for rapists in Jigawa State. Uh, he's on the uh, Pempishing newspapers. Uh, such a law has been called for in many parts of the country where they say uh, rape is something that should be, you know, uh, punishable by death. Well, Governor Bada resigns law approving death sentence for rapists in Jigawa. He's on the Pempishing newspapers. Uh, there's this other one to look out for. My comments on buying private jets during coronavirus pandemic was slip of tongue. Apostle Suleiman begs. <laughs> on the Pempishing newspapers as well uh, to look out for. And then that situation in Lagos yesterday, fleeing driver knocks police officer into canal. The 38-year-old driver, Sunday Okolo, has knocked a police officer into a canal along airport road Lagos while attempting to evade arrest for driving against traffic and offense, which is gross violation of traffic laws and regulations in the state. Pempishing reports that the reckless driver, resident of Alosia Close, a papa, caused injuries to the law enforcement agents identified as David Zapania, who sustained fracture on his left hand, but immediately uh, rushed to the Lagos State Emergency and Trauma Center. The driver, in a viral video about the incident, was having an encounter with the law enforcement agents. He made attempts to reverse his car and in the process, knocked off the police officer standing behind into a canal. Um, you can find the rest of it. It's on the pen pushing newspapers. I saw that video yesterday. A fleeing driver knocks police officer into canal. Uh, it's right there uh, on the pen pushing newspapers. Uh, you know, so there are a lot of things that happen in this uh, country. And yeah, you, that, you, you, you know, you see that um, there's a lot of lawlessness. Yes. There's driving against traffic. And, well, <laughs> but it, it's, it's there anyway. He saw the police officer as the enemy, you know, that mm. can grab him, and that's the reason why he did it. But the one that's, that that we should talk about is this uh, rape thing. Mm. It's good that Badaro of Jigawa State, you know, has signed that into law. But will they ever, ever sign death per- penalty, death sentence, the, the, the warrant to go and, you know, execute in prisons? In fact, the last time we had the preponderance of signings was during the military era. There are so many of them. Okay, what? Let's take King in Lagos. But can can we at least have um, you know uh, uh, you know that um, uh, that uh, because of people knowing the punishment that could come with it? Can we at least have uh, people knowing that? Well, I don't want to do this. I could be killed. No, while it doesn't detract them. Look, when when talk of smoking. Yes, and it is expressly written on this. That's Smokers are like that. <laughs> People still smoke. Not only that, during the military, when uh, armed robbers, Anyani and all the rest of them were were shot, the many of them were killed at that point in time. But still, armed robbery was very uh, rampant in the country. Then it doesn't deter them. What may deter them is the fact that when these sentences are signed into law, or when the laws are signed, and somebody is found guilty, you immediately after every going to Supreme Court, then you go and execute the person. That is when you have example. These days, no governor, no civilian governor. The last person that did it was uh, uh, the comrade uh, the uh, Oshomale. Oshomale in, in, in Edo. Edo 
Others run away from it. I don't want the blood of my whereas that blood has shared the blood of another person. It's, it's there in the well, law. It's it's a, it's, for it's political it's, it's, it gets a lot yeah, of yeah, uh, yeah. divided but, opinions, yeah, though, yeah, counter yeah. punishment yeah, and all. Yeah, because yeah. some have even said, well, we should do away with it. Well, if you want to do even the, in the US, you have different types. I mean, yes, but look, I, I once interviewed one big man, you know, in, late now, Dr. Adibita. He said, it's minus one. When you minus one out of those people who are likely to kill, but some people believe that yes, death sentence. I'm not. Is it the hand that kills him? For me, I think must be. Must be. All right. Just before we get to hear from you this morning, a differential wage bill or your Delta Gombe, others back National Assembly as Labour films, yeah. or your Delta Gombe, a Kwaibom and Cross River states have supported a bill seeking to decentralize the negotiation on the minimum wage in the country. Officials of the states in separate interviews with the punch on Thursday said centralized minimum wage negotiation negated the principle of true federalism. But state chapters of the NLC who spoke to punch correspondents expressed anger over the mm-hmm. bill saying it was against interest of workers. Recall that the bill seeking to remove the negotiation of minimum wage from the exclusive lease to the concurrent lease passed the second reading in the House of Reps on Tuesday. According to the Speaker, Gabar Dati Mohammed, the bill is to allow both the federal and state governments to freely negotiate minimum wage with their workers in line with our federalism. During the debate at plenary, Mohammed said many states have not been able to implement the national minimum wage because it was imposed on them from Abuja. The Delta State Commissioner for Formation, Mr. Charles Aniago, in an interview with the point said the state was in support of the bill. Well, there are a number of other states yes, that are in sir. support. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gombe or your as well that in support. Delta. Yes, yeah. uh, we and we 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 know what the situation is with is with this debate. Yeah. Uh, sometimes we've had to say too that because some states have not been able to pay the minimum wage, some have said, well, shouldn't we have allowed states to negotiate with their workers and say this is how much you can afford? Uh, but then there are also some that argue because the, if we give the states this power, they will take advantage of it and then treat their workers as they deem fit without anyone being able to say, well, you have this money, you should be able to pay this money. The, 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 the thing is this, as a comrade, I would say, yes, you know, the, the, the law is dead on arrival. But realistically, running a federation that is not skewed, jaundiced, and where justice reigns, I think we should, it should be given a thought. Candidly speaking, even in the U.S., you look at Alabama, you have the, the wage for one hour is $7.25. And Alaska is $12.9 an hour. That's a state law. It's, it, if you have a federal law, the state can, can you know, enact its own. The advantages are many. So, in other words, you look at, it allows governors now to really sit down and negotiate. But the workers must be able to take their, their governors to task. The workers prepare all this. They know the amount of money coming in. They are in the account section. They were in policy and what have you. So it is, I think it's high time we did something like that. Because if we don't do it, there will be problems all over. Cross River State, the man is saying, our own, the amount of money coming in is $500 million. And whereas the neighboring Akwai Bomb State there is getting $18 billion from the Federation account on a monthly basis. So it's killed. But I think what workers should do is to ensure that their governors leave or take the same salary, the differentials in salaries as it is elsewhere. Mm. In the US, Andrew Cuomo of New York, of New York. Yeah, takes $200,000 uh, $200, a month. And his counterpart in California 
takes two thousand and one six eighty six dollars thousand. So uh, whereas, there is whereas if you go to Maine, mm. the the lady there, Janet Mills, takes seventy thousand dollars based on the what resources is of that thing. Puerto Rico. This, the government there takes seventy thousand dollars. So why can't we at least for the fi- for the for the benefit of it, let workers take their governors to task? This state belongs to us. How much are you generating? Mm. Even if you want to pay us something low, I mean, let's know that we you are, will be taking you'll something, be taking low, something well. low. All right, uh, we could go on and on. Zero eight one five four three two ten seventy nine. Zero eight one five four three two ten seventy nine. Zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine. Zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine. Those are numbers to call to talk to us via. Uh, this morning, you can of course drop your contributions. Twitter at Fresh FM Abelkuta. Uh, we will be glad to hear from you as well. Uh, this morning, quite a number of your tweets in. We'll start with them uh, before we hit the phone lines uh, this uh, morning. Uh, very quickly, Olushe Yogusa Dante says, "Amnesty for bandits who have killed, maimed, and displaced innocent citizens will be the biggest joke of all time. Who and how then do we compensate the victims?" and all their loved ones. Who brings back those that have been killed? Justice must simply be served. He says, mm-hmm. says, good morning. I keep getting amazed on this amnesty topic. How do you give amnesty to bandits mm-hmm. who are still holding citizens yeah. in kidnap camps all over the nation? We do not need someone to tell us that they will ex- expose the sponsors of terrorism. Let them just expose yeah. them. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Yes, good morning. Hello, good morning, Mr. Good, good morning, we can hear you. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Are you, Talk to are us. you hearing me audibly? Yeah. Yes, we can. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Okay. My name is Akin Bile Omitobu. Go ahead. From Fabu Adokuta. Hmm. Um, it does not feel takes any the high to see that poverty is at a high level in this country. And the solution to the problem of our country remains apolitical. I think these people are just using Machiavellian artifice to gain political seats and offices from the vote of the people. Where do we go from here? Look at uh, the people you said in America that are collecting money that, that is not affecting their people. Here in Nigeria, are we trying to look for the political solution to the problem in this country? Look at the, 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 the rate of uh, uh, banditry in our country. We are not safe. Please, we want our leaders and the royal leaders to stand in a unison mm. to do something right. quickly before things go wrong on everyone. Thank you All very right. much. Thank you. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Uh, I greet you and uh, the guests in the house. Go ahead. What's Engineer, your name? Where are you calling uh, from? Engineer All right. I'm calling from Songo. Uh, you, you see about this salary structure. Uh, if we want to uh, really uh, settle this matter, I think it has to go through a legislation. Uh, why can't Why can Nigeria go into referendum and dialogue? There are a lot of issues anyway. The time is now to make them the workers. If you want to make a separate salary, why can't you even make your workers a productive worker? Not just employing people on the basis of what comes in from the federal government. Make them productive. Yeah. What do they produce? What do they, what do they bring in as, a, as earning into the uh, yeah. I mean, 
What happened? Yes. So we have to talk. Let us talk because the time is now. There are a lot of things happening. We have to talk. Dialogue is the issue. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Hello. Good morning to you. Hello. Good morning, Wale. Good morning. Morning, Professor Edith. My name is Demala. I'm calling from Nabo. Talk to us. Yeah, you said the right thing, and uh, I think we should know the right thing to do. Number one, our legislators, legislators are they not our workers? Are they not government workers? Are they working for people in heaven or somewhere? What can they restructure their salaries to? What can they do their thing? That thing they are raising, they are not raising it in good faith. Take it or leave it. Because they know they are you know, preparing themselves for leadership. From the from senator or from uh, as a friend member, they want to become governor. So by the time they get there, it's a leeway for them to know what to do. Mm. Then two on the security issues, we the government have not really done anything good though. How did these bandits, so-called bandits, the riders or whatever, how did they lay their hands on arms? Who is giving them the money to buy the arms right. before they start kidnapping? Mm. They let us know one thing. One day, one day, Martin will go market too. You know, we'll come back. Thank Have you. Have a lovely day. You too. Hello, good morning. No, uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Mm. You have Solomon on the line. Let me start from where the last call has stopped. Mm. A monkey don't they go market, they don't they come back saying that she says now. So why <laughs> they never catch the monkey? <laughs> Wally, look, you remember some few years ago, about three, three years ago, I don't know whether Mr. Idi remember. Yeah. A container yeah. who load with guns. Was it in a papa? Uh, no, uh, a papa. Uh, mile two, yeah. Mile two. Mile two. What was the outcome to today? Mm. Mr. Idi? Yeah. Just last week here, yeah, somewhere around Bauchi, they discover a warehouse with guns. You will hear that news. You will, know, you will hear the staff, but you will hear the end of the yeah, story. Right. Mm. Look, uh, Mr. Idi, yeah. uh, now what we know, now we know. <laughs> there are no more than us. Yeah. Okay. And I want to ask you this money, please. What was the uh, the total amount of the state uh, idea for, the, for each month? We don't know till today. What is happening in Ogun State? I want to know. I'm challenging the the governor spokesman on radio to call right. and tell me the idea of Ogun State in the month. Thank you. Oh, there's a spokesman. Okay, th- th- thank you very much. Um, zero eight one five four three two ten seventy nine zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine. Those are the numbers. I'll squeeze in one more before we wrap things up this morning. Hello. Good morning, Wale. Good morning. I'm Kadi from Adakuta. Good morning. I hope I'm not the spokesman of the uh, <laughs> Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, talk to us. <laughs> uh, quickly, no, no please. More. Quickly, no, no, because no, of our time. Good morning, Good morning. Good morning to you, Wale. Good yeah. morning to Nigeria. You see, today, I think uh, Mr. Buari will not forsake the responsibility to meet the needs of the country. I think I heard you when you read the news that he was ready to fight insurgency and banditry. Mm. But then, let me ask this question. Um, for long, can't he probably probably go back to the letters written by I remember, I don't remember the name again. Yes, I concerning cross border banditry. Mm-hmm. I remember when Kiriku or the president of Benin was uh, there. Mm. Hello? 
Chai, we lost that. Unfortunately, it's probably going to be our last call. Well, why are the foreigners not invading Ghana? Giving excuses that bandits are foreigners is so flimsy. It's even an issue that should challenge and provoke a sane government to doing the right thing. Obviously, we have a very careless government that exposes us to dangers every day. That's Ayon Toyinbo. Akorede Camille says, since we are thinking of paying workers based on what each state earns, then let governors and other public office holders to receive decentralized salaries. Shegung Bogi says, anti-rape law signed by Governor Badaro is very commendable. It will go a long way to deter rapists from committing the dastard acts. Northerners don't take rape cases seriously. He says, well, <laughs> the argument is in many parts of the country, we don't take it yeah, seriously. Let's not make it, it about the North alone. We have to run now. Mr. Adiano, thank you for your thoughts thanks this morning. For, thanks for having me. Thank you for investing your time with us. That's the program this week. That's the program this February. Yeah. We'll see you in March. God willing. Enjoy your Friday. Good morning. Fresh FM, Abel Kuta, 107.9. Fresh FM, 107.9. Abel Kuta. Ni and one dometa ye ni moshe a la bapa de le shekon. Ti won she gudu gudu meje, ni pariro awen ni yon lagbara, ni paki komoni o unti yo she won ni ore ni sini atin yo joy waju yorubabo. Wani anu ni kon latin bo kon. Asho ju le she yi wak belumi ni lia gudu. Ah, ale jowa. Kini oruko yi ati peki le ni fungo barak me le ogungon. Eshe olot oruko temini abiyodun simiwe. Si moje asho ju fun le she wura fadaka global concept. Center for skill acquisition and entrepreneurship. People don't give people money, but people pay for service. Ibere misi wate mile ni niwipe. Do you have service to render? Ijoba wato wa lo de ni woyi. Wangbi yon ju. Amamwa on le shebo bwe fun waton. Ogodo ni yon unti yon mo wale fun. Nitori no. Ni le shek wura fadaka global concept. Chekbe akonshe eto. Nikpa kikon anwene yon ni 3D floor design. Ekbo midada. 3D floor design. 3D floor design. Ije ono tu ara. Ti won fin se ile ati ara ogiri lesho awon ti o ba je tilers iyen ni awon ti won se ise bi a se nle tile mole won ti understand ohun ti mo nso nje o ja si wipe ile nle lasan ni won le se 3d design yi ni e se olotu both on the floor iyen ile nle tabi ori tile tabi ara ogiri ni won le se 3d design yi si ara ati awuran orisirisi ni a le fi se won se omiran ada big bati e ja nlu e ninu odo eh if you have not done it, you don't know it. Many things cannot be taught as lectures. They must be undergone practically for them to be understood. Be an incautious warning. Bogbo akopani o ma se ti ara won leyin ti abako won ton si dede ori tile eyo kan so awa na la si ma pe se tile yen fun won iyen lo ma fun won ni idani loju wi pe ohun ti won wa ko won ti mo ti won ba le se sori tile eyo kan so ton ma gbe lo leyin kosi bi ti won le se si ah alejo wa aye wa da de bayi awon elomi a ma se si ara ogiri mejeje ni a de ma ko won iyen ti ara ogiri ati ti le nle in fact design yi to ba je ara ogiri ni a se si omi o le gbara ogiri yen wole bi igba ti ada omi si ara glass ni olotu se mo pe omi o le penetrate glass o ma ma don lara ogiri ni bo de je le le la se si o ma ma don ni ile ni ohun ni new design ti awon eyan se nsin ko nse ise owo ti owo po so olotu se mo wi pe ti abakun ogiri ni oda after odun meji si odun meta ati fe ma si atun so pe afe tun ogiri yen kun ta ba se 3d design si ara ogiri titi lai lai ni bi igba ti a laminate nkan ni yo mo don ni lara ogiri tabi ni le nle ta ba se si it's very very durable iwe nikan o to mo ba se ni ka wa fi se owo kun we be iwe kiko se se koko be ni se owo na se koko ni o de wo yi nitori die omo kunrin oto 
gbogbo eniyan pata ni eto yi wa fun tile ni eni iyan awon to tin sese e bi a se le tiles letele iwo nduro de admission ni abo se pariwa e ki e ohun re ti esi are you an undergraduate graduate ni woni civil servants retirees oni se owo gbogbo eniyan pata ni eto yi wa fun ose kan pere ni a ma fi ko gbogbo akopa sessions meta la de ni lojumo aro osan tabi role gbogbo akopa ma wa mu session ti o ba rolorun koni se pelu pe mo kawe tabi mi o kawe bi eni nko se owo ni 100% practicals mo se nsoro lowo lowo bayi olotu iforuko sile ati form igbigba tin lo ni wura fadaka global concept center for skill acquisition and entrepreneurship to wa ni number 